Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Monty Moran. I hijacked Jen Springer's Monday Night Calls every first Monday of the month. This is my pleasure to do this because this is the chance for the guys to get on and actually share how the guys do things with the oils because it's always about the ladies and how they do things, and usually the guys drag, are dragged in later on. Uh, so here's my chance to do this, and it's always fun to do this. But before we get started, I want to just get on the uh, July promos because we didn't get a chance to do it last week, I don't think. Okay, so quickly, the July promos for this month. For 190 TV, you get the 5 mil of Raven Sara. And <clears throat> I need to po point this out too. So the bonus is Central Rewards. If you're doing a Central Rewards, the bonus oil for doing this is the 5 mil of Aroma Seed. So if you're doing a Central Rewards and you're at 190 PV, you get the bonus Aroma Seed. So just keep that in mind as I go through the 190, 250, and 300 PV. And a lot of people just love Aroma Seeds. It's amazing. And always, you know, Raven Star is one of those one of the oils that people just have in their back pocket is, as far as the medicine cabinet. So that was the 190 PV, the 5 mil Raven Sara. And then for 250 PV, that's the 5 mil Raven Sara, obviously. And then also the Morning Start Bath and Shower Gel. And if you've ever, if you've never tried this, this one's amazing because it's, you know, Gary names things because that's pretty much what they do. <laughs> And so if, you ever, if you've ever tried Morning Start, it's like that's a, one of the, like, the best ways to start your morning out in the shower is, is that smell. Oh, my gosh, it's so refreshing. So that's for the 250 PV. And then now for the 300 PV, you still get the 5 mil rain star. You get the Morning Start bath and shower gel. And then you also get the 10% back in the Central Rewards point. Plus, if you're doing the Central Rewards on the auto ship, you still and also get your 5 mil Verona seeds. All right, so I'm checking these things off as I as I go through because there's always like so much so much stuff going on. And now on to some interesting news. All right, so tomorrow Tuesday is the last day for early pre-registration for Psych K. And <clears throat> I took Psych K this spring, and the first time I did this, I thought I don't you know I don't know, kind of a skeptic. And you guys have learned that there's another skeptic on the line here, but I'm kind of skeptic because I've seen all these, you know, different methodologies of trying to like, get your head straight. So I didn't really promote it as far as like having people help out with the class and then attend the class with us because I didn't understand it. Well, now I get it, and we're doing it again. Now we're hosting. This is the gal. Her name is Elizabeth Powers. She is from Boulder, Colorado. And thankfully, a friend of mine actually turned us on to her, and he invited her to come teach a class for us in Fargo. And about nine showed up. And we're like, you know what? This, this stuff is amazing. This is awesome. This is like one of the best techniques I've ever seen. And it's night and day as far as what we've seen in people as, as a result. So we told Elizabeth, we're in. We want to do every single training that you have. And she goes, well, to do level two, let's just get one more level one class in so you have enough people for level two. Like, all right. So this time we're going to do the level two class in Bloomington, Minnesota. And <clears throat> so it's a three-day class. It's $600. So remember, this is an investment in yourself. She's also offering, if you can't do three days, you can also do two days for $475. Uh, but not to get too deep in the details, it is from July 17th to the 19th, so it's coming up quick. And 
the website is in is in Jen's email, or I could spell it out for you. It's psychktraining.com. So psych is P S Y C K C H. I'm gonna screw that up. Let's do it again. P S Y C H K T R A I N I N G dot com. So psych training and basically the whole idea is if you've ever had an angel on your left shoulder and the devil on your right shoulder and the devil keeps telling you you're no good you don't deserve this you have to do this or you'll never make it that far those negative thoughts in your head that keep telling you those things and it's louder than the angel on your side saying oh you're doing great you're doing just enough you're doing fine if you can't hear that and you can hear the other side the negative side this is where side K comes in and basically it's, it's think like back in the 80s where we had the old cassette tapes, basically rewinds that tape, you push record and you record over those negative thoughts and rewrite whatever you think is true as far as how your core beliefs are. So for instance, I was in a, an accident with uh, one of the trucks in Fargo, it was uh, one of those Spring afternoons, it was sunny, but there was still just a little bit of glaze of ice. You couldn't really tell. It was more like black ice. I'm sitting at the intersection, turning right onto a bigger street. And mind you, the bigger street's like, I think it's 35-mile-an-hour, 40-mile-an-hour street. And I watched a car, slow motion, slide right into me and, and bang the truck. So ever since then, I always thought, I cannot trust anybody, if, it, if the weather's bad, I cannot trust anybody turning a right-hand turn if there's no median protecting me. I did the Psyche thing, and now it's not even an issue. So, I mean, that's just a simple one, and there's, there's other things, but if that rings true with you, get on to PsycheTraining.com and register. We'd love to see you. It's in Minneapolis, gorgeous downtown. <clears throat> I, think it's, I think it's just amazing. Uh, and also, and I just heard this quickly right when I got on, Jim's calls, here's how many people usually show up on this. It kind of depends if it's going to be, uh, sometimes Jen will do just a, a call herself or she's just on and she might cover uh, some business basics. She might get 200 people on. Um, sometimes she'll get people on and people don't understand who the person is that she's going to be interviewing. She might get 100 people on. And sometimes if she gets corporate people on, she might get like three, four hundred people on. And then of course, then there's times when she gets Mary, Mary on, and there's a thousand people on. And then here's the more interesting part: is that not everybody can get on the phone call at seven o'clock at night Central Time on a Monday night. But if you go to our simple training and you click on the Monday night calls, you can find the Monday night calls, and you you don't download them, but you can listen to them on the website right there. And Jen has seen the the clicks. There's usually over a thousand for each call that that are listened to. And I remember the Mary call because at the end of the call, well, I shouldn't say end of the call, but like at the end of the hour, Gary walks in the door. You can hear the door open, and Gary says, "Who are you talking to?" And Gary says, "Well, I'm talking to Jenna about a thousand of our distributors." He goes, "Whoa, well," and. I think there's like over 10,000, maybe there's multiple 10,000 downloads on that on that call. So that's how many people uh, show up on the call or listen to the call or, or dial into the call later on Our Simple Training. So if you go to OurSimpleTraining.com, that's where you can find the calls is at the Monday Night Call. 
button, or whatever you want to say it. Yeah, button. And then <clears throat> one more thing, two more things. You guys might have heard this buzz, and I know it's in Jen's email, but the YL Summit is kind of a big buzz. Uh, Barney's putting this together, and <clears throat> here's the deal. It's basically it's all the people who have, who have done something great uh, with Young Living, and it could be someone who has figured out how to do it with fitness, how to do it with pets, how to do it with uh, maybe true like CEOs and other business people. It could be how, to, how they do the oils with moms, how they do oils internationally, that kind of thing. This is what this event is, is about. It's an online event. It's the Essential, Essential Oil Summit. And Jen actually has a link on her email, like how to get into this, this summit. Uh, I can tell you real quickly what it is. It's if you're really savvy with uh, URLs, it's tinyurl.com/ylsummit. Pretty simple. Uh, and that'll be coming up soon. And I know me and Adam will be talking about that soon. And then also one more thing, because it's so exciting. Me and Jen have been working on this this project. It's going to be a website. We hope we're expecting this might be launched next week or as soon as next week. And it's the same idea. It's all about uh, Young Living Training. So if you think of our simple training is pretty awesome, we've taken that and put it on steroids. Uh, it's a member site, so it'll be super cool. Stay tuned to that. But let's get into the, the meat and the gravy on this one. So <clears throat> Adam Ringham is on the phone. And <clears throat> I don't know Adam until yesterday when we decided Hey, man, you know what? We should probably have to do a little chit-chat before we get on the call. Uh, super cool dude. And so <clears throat> Adam's going to talk about, uh, you know, as far as being a skeptic, like why, why, did he, why did he hate MLMs? Why did he hate the oils? Why did he do this? And then I, what, was, what was the turning point where he said, all right, I get it. And not only just got it and was okay with it, but actually wrote a book on it. Uh, and then we have Adam's kind of like me, where we could we could pretty much just talk forever on this, and that's why we have a bullet list, and that's why we do the email thing, not only for you guys to see what we talk about, but to, for us to keep in check with what we were talking about, to keep us in, in line. So, Adam, welcome to the call, buddy. Glad you're here. Hi, hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks everybody that uh, did take time out of your night to uh, I guess show up on the phone and take a listen to what's going on. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So let's jump into this. Uh, you know, when I talked to you yesterday, I asked you all the questions in backwards order. So let's go from the end of the phone call yesterday. And that was, you know, so when did you get into Young Living? Because your wife was into Young Living first. And when was that? Like, how long ago was that? I was probably about five years ago is when uh... – she uh, she ended up getting, I think the starter kit just came with a lavender and a peppermint maybe, uh, and then I think maybe a sample packet or two. Uh, she ended up doing it back back when that was one of the options for like the $40 enrollment yep. starter. Okay, so she did that five years ago, and how long have you been married? Uh, we'll be, we're about nine and a half years now. Okay. I'm just kind of leading people into this. All right, so you guys were married for about four and a half years when she got into this, and your experience with network marketing, MLMs, prior prior to this was what? 
Uh, I had you back in college, I mean, probably a decade ago from now. Back in college, I had a few people into, I won't name any specific companies just because no real need to, but I looked into it and I was just, I knew quite a bit about nutritional products. I had all the buddies that worked and did the personal training and had all the majors in it in college and everything. So we'd always hang out in the weight room and it was just, some of the MLM companies, actually pretty much every single one of them that people were trying to introduce me to them, I'm looking at the backs of the bottles on these things. I'm like, you're really paying this much for sawdust? You're like, I can't believe you're even putting this stuff into you, let alone paying the price of that. So it was, my experiences with MLMs was there was absolutely no way I'm getting into one ever because this is just ridiculous. It, it was the most horribly tainted memories of not only looking at the quality of the products and these people that were selling them too, but then the price of them that I'm like, this literally there is a product right here on a shelf that I could go into Walmart and get the exact same thing for a third the price. Why on earth would I buy this? So I was pretty turned off to MLMs uh, really, really hard from about a decade ago. And it was just like, it, it's never happening in my mind is not changing. <laughs> That's funny. You know, well, first of all, at least you knew what an MLM was. I know when Jen started Young Living, she didn't even know what MLM stands for, and she was in one. <laughs> so uh, that's good. But <clears throat> so you thought MLMs are just a it's a hoax? Yeah, and there then, was no way I would never go near one. I was just I just would thought they were the biggest joke ever. Wow. And then <clears throat> what? All right. So when she brought in the oils, what 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 did you think? Because this is what I think when we talk about this. This is how most guys think right away. Oh, I'll tell you, I was furious. I just absolutely furious. I think she had a peace and calming or something that she got down the line. And it was, and I mean, I guess I wasn't horribly furious, but it was mostly just like mocking her, be like, I cannot believe you're getting into this Enron pyramid scheme of buying this overpriced garbage. And. <laughs> You know, I was so against them that she'd go to bed before night, and she loved peace of calm. And so she'd put it on her feet, and I literally would almost vomit. Like, I would have to leave the room and go sit, like, in the bathroom choking on something. And I'm just like, what is this horrible stench you're putting on? And now it's like, who hates peace and calming? What's wrong with you? This stuff smells amazing. But at the time, I hated it. And now this is not a medical statement or anything. This is just something maybe some old hippies say that, they say the less you like the smell of an oil, the more you probably need it. Well, if there was one person that needed peace and calming, it was this guy. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I tell you, I hated it. Like, they smelled so bad. I, I was just curious. I'm like, don't you ever even talk to me about these things. Because if you do, I'm dumping them all down the drain. I already want to just shake you like a, I don't know, like, like it's just, it's horrible. I cannot believe this, and I must be in a fairy tale. <laughs> so now looking back, were you just just a, like a, the, a, I don't know what I would say like a like a raged or uh, jacked up dude back then like not chill not relaxed. Um, no, I was a pretty calm guy too. Is the funniest part, but it was just one of those things because it smelled so bad, and it would I couldn't sleep because I thought it smelled so badly at the time. Now, granted, I was real out of shape, and it was beer, pizza, and hot wings, and. I mean, pretty much any chemical stimulants you could find on the planet because I work in a different nutrition shops and whatever else. I'd be drinking a pot or two of coffee every single day. So, I mean, toxic was my middle name at that point. Uh, so I, I think at the time, too, I was drinking a gallon of Diet Coke a day, which 
why on earth I did that, I have no idea, but somehow I thought that was a better idea than putting peace and calming on uh, on my feet. So now let me uh, let me kind of paint the picture. So you know about MLMs in college, and you're like, okay, this is a scam. And then you get married about four and a half years later, you get into the youngling stuff, and you're like, okay, I still hate this. And you're later, like, okay, I get it, I like it. But now, what's your background? Because, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, in college, you said in college, you really worked out, and you're kind of a big buff dude, right? Yeah, in college, I was not a small individual by any means. It was, uh, that was what I did. I'd go to the gym for two hours a day, and that's kind of all that I did. I'd skip all my classes and not really pay attention. I'd still, I'd open my book an hour before class after skipping it for weeks and then go take the test and uh, so it was mostly meathead, more protein shakes. Oh, cool, what's the newest supplement that came out that I can ram down my throat? Uh, it was one of those type of deals. So I, I was still no small guy, but, you know, seven days a week, two hours in the gym a day, and eating 300-plus grams of protein, that's all I did. So, of course, I put on some size and was a pretty decent-sized guy. Nice. So, <clears throat> being... Would you consider yourself a bodybuilder back then? Um, I don't know. I just lifted to, to just get big, and just for no reason. I have no idea. I'd probably even call it an inferiority complex. It's like, oh, okay. oh got nothing else going on, so it's time to just get big. All right, so meathead. <laughs> yeah, it was just a meathead. Okay. We've all been through that phase at one point, maybe. Well, not all of us, but... <clears throat> well, I did. <laughs> Well, I remember when I was younger, you know, the goal was, like, to get to 200 pounds. It was, like, that's a huge deal to get to 200 pounds. But, you know, then you get to 200 pounds. Like, well, no, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But that's a longer story for me. <clears throat> now I'm like, I don't, I'd, I'd like to be stay under 200 pounds. <laughs> but, you know, anybody who gets into fitness, they, it's just the nature of the game is when you start realizing that, you get hooked on what you're doing in the gym as far as like fitness or your bench press or, you know, we can do in the treadmills, depending on who the person is. You just start to notice what your diet does to your workouts. And, it's, you know, when I was personal training, and I've, I used to do it for like 25 years, I would tell people flat out, because I was, you know, I pretty much dropped the ego a long, long time ago. And I told people, look, 80% of your fitness is, your diet, 20% is just being in the gym. So don't look to me at your workouts and saying your workouts don't work because I'm fat it's, or I'm out of shape or uh, I'm sick or whatever. It's, it's your diet. And <clears throat> so people notice that, you know, when they start working out, if they go, if they cheat on their diet, their workouts start to suck. And when they realize that their diets are starting to get cleaned up, their bench press goes up or their, their mile time gets better, you know, things like that. Now, is that something that you noticed too? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's probably like you said, your abs are made in the kitchen. The very little that you do in the gym is really going to make that big of a difference on what your body fat content is. I mean, a bunch of people will think, and unfortunately, they're like, oh, well, you know what? I'll go in and I'll do two hours of cardio a day, and I won't change my eating habit. I'm going to lose weight. Well, I got news for you. You're probably going to gain weight, unfortunately. Cardi like Doing long, excessive amounts of cardio is one of the worst ways ever to try and lose weight, unfortunately. It, 
And so I do want to stress that, that it's like, yeah, you, you've definitely got to watch and change what you're eating. And unfortunately, it's carbs make you fat, fats don't make you fat, one of those types of deals that we've just all kind of gone in so many directions, it's almost impossible to realize, okay, well, what is the right way to eat anymore? Because everything is just completely polluted. But, so it's, I mean, even simple things to clean up your diet, you cut out pop, that one right there will make a huge, that'll make more difference than going to the gym for an hour a day, if you just cut pop out of your life, watch what happens. Yeah, and then, okay, so people start to work out or they're working out and they start to understand that stuff. But then we always need, you know, even with Young Living, I still need to stay plugged in. So I, I go to mastermind events, I go to conventions, <laughs> I go to all these events to stay plugged in. But even fitness people, sometimes the easiest way to stay plugged in is to pick up the Shape magazine or to pick up Muscle and fiction is what I call it instead of muscle and fitness. <laughs> uh, what well, and you understand what I'm saying, but yeah, you know because you see the fit person on the cover and then you start flipping through. And they might have some workout ideas, and then they have all their products they promote. And this is where people kind of get in trouble. It's like, all right, so and this is kind of where I'm leading is you being in the, in the nutrition store and all these products and supplements. Can I take me down that? that journey, Adam, as far as, you know, how do you get into that, that, how do you get sucked into that realm? And then what took you, what took you out of that realm? You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, what kind of brought me into it, I always had, I'd hang out with my buddies that they were all, they worked at GNC, we were all the meatheads together, and we just kind of stayed in touch, and it was, I grew up all through college, I went to like the Mr. Olympia shows, uh, I, went, oh, I only went to one of them, I'll take that back, but I went to one of those, and it was always oh, here's the newest product, here's the new Muscle and Fiction magazine, and here's the new Shape one, or here's the new, and it's all, all these huge guys are, oh, cool, here's the product they take, and it's the one that worked for me. And, you know, after watching, reading the magazines for X number of years, it's just you finally start to notice, you're like, you know, these guys are, they're in a different advertisement for a different company every single month. And so... You know, it's kind of, I didn't want, it was cognitive dissonance. I didn't even want to think about that, even though it was staring me right in the face. It's just, my brain was like, no, no, it's different than what you've been taught. You know, don't, no, no you have to stay with it. You just pound your protein shakes and that's it. And so I had, I just had a, a friend who needed some help at one of the places. And I'm like, all right, you know what, I'll come in and help you out. I love the nutrition side of things and the way things work. And at this time, I thought natural and synthetic vitamins were the exact same thing uh, <laughs> pretty much at this point. So, yeah, it's just, I had a whole lot of mistakes. I thought I knew what was going on. So I had a good ground basis of what was going on of how things work, but I thought there was no difference between synthetic or normal and, oh, yeah, diet pills, fine, whatever, they work good. Well, yeah, we'd get into the, i get to working at the store, and I'll just leave the name of the company unmentioned because it's just really not important. It's a lot of them are pretty much the same. you get in, and they pretty much just have us start giving out a bunch of samples. And it was the pre-workout ones are the best ones because they're like, hey, Hey, give this person, you know, make sure you give them like about a week's worth of stuff. Let them give it a try and everything. Because, yeah, your workouts are going to go really good. I won't lie to you there. But the problem is half the stuff was, I mean, basically, to make it simply, the stuff was almost methamphetamines. So it's like, all right, by the time you're done with your week's worth of stuff, it's so incredibly addictive because it's such a powerful stimulant good luck doing a workout without it ever again. And then after about two or three weeks, good luck even getting up in the morning without it because, you know, you're drinking, you're putting a pot of coffee into three little pills worth of caffeine. You can imagine what that's going to do for you over the time. So, yeah, I mean, there are 
unfortunately a horrible way to lose weight. You might lose a little bit, but you're mostly losing, you're getting dehydrated and you're peeing out water weight and your metabolism might go up for a little bit. But the problem is it's at what expense? Pretty soon you're not going to have to just take one a day. Pretty soon it's going to be three a day. Pretty soon it'll be five a day. Next thing you know, you're doing three times the recommended dose. You've only been on them for two months and your weight loss is completely stopped. So it's, all right, cool, you know, I'm going to get off these things. They're not working anymore. Well, yellow caffeine withdrawals that you want to meet the real you. I mean, quick coffee or these caffeine pills or anything else for about a week and watch what happens. It's like, oh. So it was just this horrible cycle of it that I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, I can't sell this stuff to people. Like, I can't even give it to you and feel okay with it because it's just, it's so incredibly addictive and it's this cycle of a trap that, oh, this is what, this is the only way to do it. This is what you've got to do. And I mean, the proteins were, I look at the ingredients in them. I'm like, I can't even believe still that they would get just one day. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at what is in these things. It's like, this is terrible. No wonder everyone feels awful all the time. So it just got to, and it was a myriad of reasons that I was definitely one of them that I, I literally just couldn't sell them or even give them to people anymore. Being like, I can't take, I can't, I don't want any part of this. I, I don't want it. I'm not taking them. And that was a rough time getting off a bunch of that because I worked at the store and I got tons of free samples. So it was all day long. Be like, Oh, you getting tired here? Here, you know, here's, here's a free pick you up. Like, oh, okay, cool. Well, this is great. Oh yeah. No, it's not. So <laughs> after, I mean, it was a really rough time quitting some of those different things because it was, it, it was painful. It hurt. You're like, I am so caffeine addicted, this is ridiculous. Or even just any other stimulant for that matter. So uh, yeah, and the protein shakes, I mean there are Lord only knows what these cows are given and fed and the R G B H and the R B S T and I mean that's everyone can have their opinion on it. I'm terrified of the stuff, honestly. Uh so I'm just taking a look at like, oh my gosh, people are pounding hundreds of grams of this stuff a day and it's just it's expensive, it's terrible for you. And the biggest thing is it's addicting to where good luck quitting. Once we've got you as a customer, you'll be a customer for a long time. That I just I couldn't do it anymore. So it's after a couple of months of being there, it just I finally got eye open and I'm like I can't do this and I'm not done. That's interesting. I guess okay. I have two things here. I'm like looking at my pen because I'm like my turn, my turn. <clears throat> One is that whole addicting thing because I'm thinking to myself. You know, the way I kind of go through the oils, it's like, uh, you know, maybe maybe build your dream is like the oil I'm, I'm vibing on right now. And then I might go over to Envision because maybe I'll ask, you know, maybe like I love the affirmation part with this or the, the, the games with the, the blends. But maybe I'm like, I'm going to build my dream. And so I'm like doing build my dream and build your dream. And I'm doing that. And then... All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I'm not vibing on that one anymore. And I might, my next auto shift might be envisioned. Like, maybe, maybe I need to, like, rethink what I'm, like, trying to build, that kind of thing. So I'm not addicted to build your dream anymore, and I'm on the next thing. But I never, like, there's never, like, one oil I'm, like, I, I, get, I can think of that I can't do without. I mean, there's a lot of fun ones, but, I mean. Yeah, there's a ton of personal like, preferences, but it's not one I'm, like, addicted through. to. Yeah, I'll rotate through tons of them at different times. It's just like, I just don't feel like taking this one for the next three months. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to put like 20 drops of frankincense in my water today. <laughs> and, then, and then I don't recommend doing that for anybody. But, it's yeah, there isn't really any of them that I would I rotate through so many different ones. There's none of them 
I mean, I could live without them. I just mostly enjoy them, but it's not like, oh, gosh, my workout is not happening unless I have this. Like, there were days on if I'd forget my pre-workout stuff back in, you know, years ago, if I got, forgot my pre-workout stuff, I'm not going to the gym. Be like, I'm turning right around when I get there because I don't have my pre-workout drink. Not not really the case it. now. It's, they're a lot of fun and optional. I know they can help me recover better and everything else, but it's like, well, if I don't, it is not the end of the world. It's mostly just because I enjoy them. You know, here's the cool part is that, you know, me and you, Adam, we're the same but different. You know, for instance, when you were introduced to MLMs, you thought they were the biggest scam and detested them. When I was introduced to them, I thought, this is like the best business idea ever. Now I just need to find something I can get behind. And then, <laughs> you know, then when I got introduced to oils, I'm like, well, this is kind of like one of those things where I was pretty much building myself up to the point where I was like, finally, yeah, this is the one, this is the one that works. Um, and what was the other thing? You know, but the thing that we're we're similar with, and I kind of want to have you talk about this, is is when I used to do personal training, people always told me, oh, you don't understand what it's like to be overweight, or you don't understand what it's like to, like, eat wrong things, or something like that. You're probably born like that. And I always thought, you know, I, I work my butt off on this. It's not like it's, I mean, yeah, a lot of things come naturally, but I still have to work my butt off for it. Um, <clears throat> and then long story short is, like, you know, I tried to do, I did a, strongman competition, and I did okay, and I thought, well, if I had more body weight behind the strength, I'd do better, and that ended up being a total disaster, and I ended up being around 240 pounds, and, you know, walking up two steps was was exhausting for me, you know, so I understood what, you know, being overweight and eating the wrong things and blah, 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 and then turning that around and getting back into shape, I'm like, okay, now I get it. Like, I, I've been through the whole roller coaster, but you've also been through the roller coaster a few times yourself. Right? Did I lose you, Adam? I might have lost Adam. I don't, me and Adam are both uh, <clears throat> in central Minnesota, and, and we have a really bad cell phone connection uh, in both towns we're in. So. Luckily, we figured out how to do a landline, and uh, so I'm using my landline. There's no way I could use my cell phone. I don't trust it here. But Adam was telling me about how he how – Right, I'm back. I don't know if uh, – oh, I don't know you. if you guys can hear me. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. My phone dropped its call randomly. Sorry. I was just talking about how, you know, we don't trust our phones because it might lose our – drop our call. Yeah. Uh, oh, so – yeah, you were at the where you were talking about um though uh sorry, I'm just gonna jump right back into the that's all right. You were talking yeah, like about how oh you know, away, maybe you just don't understand. So and on that one is I mean, if you don't mind if I throw in a little bit of backstory, but you know, at high school I was massive string being the thickest part of my wrist or thickest part of my arms were my wrists. And so then, you know, started picking up the weightlift and put on a whole bunch of size, it was doing real good. Uh, it took a whole lot of time got deployed for the military, lost it all. So I went back to college. Okay, I spent a whole other year putting it back on, got redeployed, or went back for military training for a few months, lost it all. So then came back, you know, put all the size back on everything else, and then I got it, uh, deployed over to the Middle East for a bit, and then I lost it all. So then I came back and had to put it all on again. And so it was a whole bunch of times. It was a whole lot of effort that it, none of it was easy. It was a two hours a day, seven days a week all the time, which was ridiculous. But 
I had nothing else to do with myself, apparently. So that's what it did. But after that went on, all of a sudden it was, you know, and the college kind of came, started settling down with uh, my now wife a bit. And all of a sudden, you know, it just kind of crept up on me that it's like, oh, my, pretty soon I'm, I used to be, you know, in the 220 range at about 10% body fat and in great shape. All of a sudden it's, oh, my, I'm 245 and I'm 20% body fat. Oh, my, I'm 270 and I'm, Lord only knows how much. Be like, I'm not going to test myself because I don't even want to know. And then after about, uh, I mean, after a couple of years, I stopped looking at the scale when I hit around the 280 to 285 mark and my pants size was 44, 46. Like, I stopped even looking because I'm like, I don't even want to know. So I'd say it was up over the 300-pound mark. I'm guessing because I stopped looking at the scale because I didn't want to know anymore. So it was. Okay, hold on, was, because this is a good one for guys and gals. And gals, this is true with guys too. So, as Adam said, people who are in shape, they love to get their body fat checked because it's always a good number. And once they start slipping, you know, like they're not in the, te- the under 10, they love checking it. 10 to 20, you know check it to make sure they can you know, something they can work on and after like 20 percent it's like ah, i don't know let's, let's just stop checking that and then it goes into body weight and it's like okay let's we'll watch our body weight and you get to a certain point it's like all right we're at everything's out of control i don't even want to know where i'm at anymore you know usually you think gals do this but guys do the same thing and it's it's, it's yeah, I'd avoid trying to be in pictures because I didn't want to see myself if I got posted on Facebook or something. They're like, oh, my God, that's what I really look like. So I, like, I'd tag myself, be like, that's not me, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, avoid, I'd avoid even looking in mirrors or anything because, like, I didn't, did not want to face reality. I, I forget who the individual uh, that said it was, but they basically said people will do anything, no matter how ridiculous, to avoid facing their own soul. And I'll tell you what, if it was not the truest thing ever of it, just I finally one day at about the 300 and roughly the 300 or more mark, I just finally caught a glimpse of myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Of it's, I'm getting winded going upstairs, I'm drinking a gallon of Diet Coke a day, I'm eating entire pizzas and two boxes of family-sized hamburger helpers. Be like, what have I done? They hit me like a ton of bricks. So, I mean, it's like God came down with Thor's hammer and just smashed me of like, Pam, wake up, buddy. And it was really hard for a while. Be like, I still am not going to look in the mirror or even look at the scale because I don't want to know. Like, I really don't want to know. My pants sizes, I don't even want to check. I just want to put them on and... Do they fit? No. Oh, oh darn it. Well, let's just stretch and wear a belt or something. Or sweatpants. Yeah, sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> sweatpants. So how'd you get your groove back, Adam? It was, it was just one day when it just hit me that it's like, I don't want to feel like this ever again. And it was just, honestly, it was extremely shameful to be just like, what have I done? Because nobody did this to me. I did this to me. Did I just be in lazy, whatever else it was. I mean, sabotaging my diet, not caring, not paying attention, everything just started adding up. And one day it was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, it was also one of those things. And I can't remember if I was working at the health store or whatever it was at this time, but it's just something was telling me, and I don't know what it was, but something was telling me, like, you know, there's got to be a better way than just taking these caffeine-laden stimulants, because I'm already drinking a pot of coffee a day and a gallon of Diet Coke, so 
and more caffeine isn't going to do anything to me. That's not going to help. Yeah, it's so obviously, it was one of those, right? What's that? I said obviously, right? Yeah, obviously it wasn't working. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of those that it's like, there's got to be a different way to do this. And I obviously knew I had to change my diet. It's like, um, yeah, you got to, number one, that Diet Coke, that's not helping you no matter how much you think diet is good for you. No, not at all. So there was one of those. And then it was just like, yeah, guess what? You know, when you're eating like, eating terribly like I was, you got to eat two boxes of hamburger helper to actually stay full and cram your stomach so full of stuff that you don't feel hungry an hour later. It's like, well, yeah, I guess I really need to change that. So the diet part was obviously part of it. And it was one day, and it was part of it just my, my hyperactivity of I just really couldn't get a hold of myself mentally either. And I'm sure that was part of my gut health, being so thrown off and all the stimulants and everything else that was on. I mean, there's a million reasons for it. Well, one day I was finally like, all right, my wife's got this bottle of lavender. I'm going to give this stuff a try. So I dumped like 20 drops in my mouth. I'm like, whatever, I'm a big dude. This stuff can't be that strong. I'm going to need a whole bunch of it. So I dumped just huge quantities of lavender right into my mouth, being like, all right, let's see what happens. And I was a real puddle of calm for about the next 12 hours. (laughs) 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 That couch never felt so relaxing. (laughs) And so after that, I'm just, I mostly was like, you've got to be kidding me. You're like this there's no way so of course i had to retest it like you know there's some people that stick their finger in the outlet and get shocked like i'm never doing that again i'm that other guy that's like i wonder if this happens every time so (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate skeptic gotta test it twice yeah so i had to try the lavender again the couch fell real good again the next time so i was just mind blown that i'm like you have got to be kidding me these there might actually be something to this and that would be really cool if there was so i spent the next quite a while I and mean, mostly I would just stare in front of PubMed and my anat physiology book being like oh my gosh what is going on and how could and you know I would I knew the shortcuts never worked but I did know there were ways to help boost what you were doing that weren't really shortcuts it was just like no it supports your body in a bunch of ways and I kept learning more and more about it and so I just guinea pigged the, the heck out of myself and I, I can tell you one thing I've guinea pigged it I've done it do not do it I thought, hey, ah, grapefruit, good for weight loss. I'm just going to take a whole bottle of it in a day because that's going to speed up the process. Wrong. Oh. What happened? So, uh, God hit me on the head with Thor's hammer. My headache was so bad. It was just, I felt like the Liberty Bell ringing inside of there. I was sweaty. I just <laughs> hurt. I felt, it was what we call detox symptoms to the max. So I found out the hard way, and that was one of those things that stick in my finger in the outlet. I only did that once. <laughs> I learned my lesson right there. So one of the things they can say is more isn't always better. There is there's this thing called balance and moderation, which has never been my strong point in life. But yeah, so, but anyway, outside of that, one, I just started trying a whole bunch of different stuff, just guinea pigging myself constantly, being like, all right, well, what do I feel like? How is this different today than what I felt like yesterday? And then finally, it started getting to the point where I'm not wearing pants that are so huge a couple of people are starting to say hey you know you did nothing oh great hey you look like you lost weight be like man i gained 30 pounds where are you getting i lost weight from <laughs> what are those so if you were like oh you know you started to look you know, looking better what are you doing and i'm like well oddly enough i'm using snake oil so <laughs> that's what i tell people like what shut up that doesn't work i'm like well 
I don't have another explanation for it because I've done the whole thing of losing weight and trying to put on muscle and all that a lot of times before. So this time, now that I'm older, it should be harder than it was before. So I don't have a whole lot of other explanation. You'd be amazed how many people stare at me like I'm crazy when I tell them, be like, no, screw the heck with your pre-workout stuff. I've got my peppermint oil and other things. They're like, I am good. They're like, what are you talking about? So over the course of, and, you know, I don't even know if I really kept track of how long it was of what it took me to lose the weight. I'd say maybe probably like a year, year and a half, I lost about about 100 pounds. Um, but like I said, I didn't Sounds right. I mean, it takes time. It's not overnight. And Yeah, and I mean, because it took me years to put all the weight on. You right. don't want to expect to instantly draw. Like, it's not realistic to be like, cool, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month. I mean, it might it might happen, maybe, but that's a pretty unrealistic expectation that it was, I'd lose, you know, usually it would be about a pound or two a week of really paying attention and really trying as many different things as possible. So the one thing I do want to stress is that it takes time that taking more oils to try and lose weight faster. It's not not always a good option. Many times that'll slow your weight loss down because, you know, toxicity level, I mean, fat tissue is 25 times more toxic than the rest of your body tissue. So, if you're trying to detoxify yourself, taking some citrus oils, these toxins don't just magically disappear. They got to come out and they got to go somewhere, and that takes body systems to excrete it. Now, I did all yeah. this to myself. They but, need an exit door. Yeah, so you need an exit door, and sometimes, you know what, these things kind of hurt on the way out, so you can't pull them all out at once. And so I tried doing that, and man, it felt horrible. So it finally became one of those things that it, I'm stubborn. And it finally just became like, you know what, this is going to take some time. And now, granted, I've done it a whole lot of times before, so it's a little bit easier for me just to know what I've done. But, man, I had a lot of lifestyle changes to overcome that was absolutely nothing like what I am now. It took every day was uh, revamping. All right, here's one thing I'm going to change today. Hey, you know what, I'm going to screw up, and I did. I screwed up all the time. Like, all right, I'm not having any diet coke today. Well, two uh, two liter later, crap. And so I felt miserable about myself because I tried to just do too much at once, and I couldn't be honest with myself. I'd be like, you know what? You're not going to change all of this stuff overnight, and you just need to come to terms with that. And so that was one of the hardest things for me to understand and to really do was like, you know, not all of this is going to happen right now. It's going to take time, and you're going to have to be persistent with it. And so that took a long time to set in of just the persistence and how long it was really going to take me. It might have even taken me two years, maybe even two and a half. I don't really know, unfortunately, because I didn't keep track. I just got so engrossed and passionate about, like, you've got to be kidding me. What is this new thing I learned about today? So my wife, for all the longest time, she'd come home from work, and I was usually home during the days because I had an overnight job. And she'd come home from work, and I'm red-eyed, just staring at PubMed and other things, and She'd come home and be like, Carrie, 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 guess what I learned today? Guess what I learned today? And she's like, after a couple of months of it, she's like, Adam, I don't care. Are the dishes done? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm not yet. Just sneak into the kitchen to go get them done. And it just, so it became a whole passionate, almost obsession that I kind of forgot. All of time lost all meaning anymore because it was it became really enjoyable to be like, okay, cool. You know, it's not all happening right now, but I'm starting to feel better every day. Like I am not winded going up the stairs. I'm not wanting to cover up my bathroom mirror with paint because I don't want to look at myself anymore. 
so it became, once you get started a little bit, it kind of snowballs on itself. It's like, all right, cool, cool. Well, I quit doing that. Well, what else can I do now? And I'm going to start. Maybe I'm not, I'm not going to be perfect right away, but I'm going to get started and do what I can and make any changes I can. Maybe they're not even catastrophic. Maybe it's drinking one less glass of Diet Coke a day for me. And that one was, I think, sheer tyranny of will. I finally did quit that in one fell swoop, but, oh, gosh, that hurt. Oh, my. Unfortunately, like the stimulant thing, I replaced it with another pot of coffee. So it's not like I was choosing the lesser of two evils, but I was still getting addicted to another evil. That's fine. But, you know, okay, so with your passionate curiosity, you know, trying to figure out what oils are doing what with, with your fitness and your overall health, that prompted you to write a book. How did that come about? Uh, I just got maybe about halfway into it, and I just I went through everything and guinea-pigged it and did it the wrong way. And just the amount of time I spent doing it, it just it, it just started one day that I uh, mentioned, I think, in my book that I wrote that, you know, keeping a journal of it is kind of a good thing to do to be able to look back and be like, okay, here's what I do. And that's kind of what I was doing. I had notes and papers and stuff strewn everywhere. And here's what I learned. And here's how I felt that day. And here's what I took. And here's what's going on here. And so I just had notes everywhere, just strewn all over the place and science magazines and stuff. And one day it was, it was kind of like, you know, well, maybe I should condense this down into a more legible journal or something that I can actually look through. And then it kind of morphed into well, maybe I should kind of write a little bit of a book about this for fun. Well, I'm not going to take it seriously because, you know, I, I'm still not – it's a lot of fun learning about it. No one's going to listen to me, though, or anything like that. One of those type of self-sabotage almost. Oh, no one's going to listen to me. So it kept going a little bit further, and it just was more so that it was like, well, I guess I don't even really care if what other people think. I would just love to save somebody the heartache of being like, well – you take a look at, I mean, how many oils are there? A couple hundred of whatever, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred of that Gary's got out. And it's just, you look at it, and it's just overwhelming of where do I start? And so upon doing so, it'd be like, well, I've already gone through it. I would love to save somebody else the trouble of having to go through everything that I did and guinea pig themselves to oblivion and end up drinking a bottle of grapefruit in a day. I would really like to save somebody else from that one. I'll tell you that much for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it just kind of inspired me one day that I'm like, I'd really like to share this with other people and just take a bunch of the stuff that I learned and be able to put it into a condensed version of here's what this one is doing. Here's why it's, here's how it's helping you or the body system it's supporting or Here's some of the things that can help you with the, whatever goal you're trying to reach. And then part of the longest part of it was just to find a nice, happy middle ground to be like, well, where is the spot that pretty much anyone, no matter who you are, could probably start about here? So that one took probably half the time uh, of the book writing process. We just be like, all right, well, where is a good balancing spot that would be good for most people? Uh, because even that was overwhelming. That it's like, all right, cool, well, I wrote this book, but I know what all these things are doing, but every single person's body is so different of what they're going to do. I mean, I'm, I'm top heavy, got a lot of legs work to do. And, you know, my metabolism might be different than somebody else's that I can eat a whole lot of coconut oil in a day and not gain weight. And other people don't respond quite that way. So it was like, well, the other thing I certainly like to point out, be like, no one person is the exact same. So just because something doesn't work for you, don't give up, you know, try something else because you're not, the guy that lives next to you, not the other guy down the street, not the guy that lives in Florida or wherever else they're from. Every single person is so different because our lifestyle habits are different. You know, where we grew up, what we wear, what we eat, everything about us is all so completely different that 
there is no one size fits all in life for anything for anybody. That's well. Now, granted, I did have. <laughs> I just got up to the close point where the one size fit all didn't fit me. Wow! So, so there. Okay, it was maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but it it was still the sweatpants were getting tight. So uh, it was one of those things that really just inspired me. But like, I'd like to save other people some of this heartache, and I'd like to really let people know. Be like, hey, anything that you've got for any issue that's going on with you, be like, hey, I have been there, and I totally get it. So I really wanted it to be encouraging too and you know, try and I guess maybe set a positive example that, you know, the young living thing, I hated it. And after starting to try it a little bit, all of a sudden it's helped me completely rework tons of different lifestyle choices to be like, I don't want to do that anymore because I don't want to feel like that anymore and I've been there and I have done that all in the worst possible ways and places that probably anybody on this planet could have. So that way it can be like, okay, yeah, I be like, oh, well, you know, I drank a bunch of pop, and it's really hard to put. Yup, been there. Be like, oh, well, you know, my dinner, it's hard to eat because uh, I've got a busy schedule. Yup, been there, too. So it, it was one of those things to try and, I guess, the example, be like, it is possible. You guys, people can do it, and I just want to share some of the information and not only save you some of the heartache, but at least I'd throw myself out there and be like, hey, you know what, even if it's hard, I've been there, and I totally get it. Like, it is, but it is doable. And, you know, every single person can do it because, I mean, everything that I did and everything I was doing, I did it to myself. Nobody made me. And so it's just one day, too, was kind of like, all right, I've got to take personal responsibility for some of this and just get started. And so just kind of want to set an example and kind of just give out as much information as I could to people so that they could take their body type or their life or whatever's going on and be like, all right, here's probably some of the ones that are going to help me the best. And take my pick of which ones I'd like and see where it goes. I agree. Well, I'm looking at the cover of your book, Essentially Fit, Essential Oils. It's a good-looking book, Adam. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Like, really? I mean, sometimes, you know, you look at things and go, uh, I don't know, but... Then you look and and I struggled with the... I'm also a photographer, too, for another one of the... I do a million things. I was a photographer, and I was struggling one day with it for a cover. I'm like, what am I going to put on this? I was watching uh, Wayne Dyer. I love that guy. He's awesome. I uh, was watching The Shift. For some reason, the DVD just magically happened to show up on our, our desk one day when I was cleaning. So I ended up watching The Shift, and the sun just happened to be bright. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out and take a picture for the cover of the photo of it, and it it just seemed to fit. But it was like, oh, cool. So I was able to, a whole new process of, I've never made a book. But I was like, well, let's give it a try and see what happens. And if I fail, I'll try again, I suppose. But so it took a little bit to get the cover. I think I went through like a hundred different ones being like, all right, well, what am I going to name this thing? So, but that was still, while a challenge, it was still fun in itself. And it was all of a sudden Wayne Dyer and the universe just kind of magically came together and was like, oh, here we go. So I took it as a, all right, well, I'm certainly going to have to try and do this thing. It's beautiful when things just start to line up. Yeah. So on the back, the back cover of the book, is that your before and after? Um, I don't even think uh, the before. I, that's not even at my top weight because I, like I said, I ran from the camera. I did not want pictures of me to exist at okay. that level because it was so. just I would not get in pictures because I looked like I got stung by a hive of bees. <laughs> not just one, but like the whole hive came after me. It was like a walking so. swollen tick, huh? Yeah, I, it was like there was somebody walking behind me playing a tuba everywhere I went. Just like a slow, <laughs> <laughs> slow, 
so it's that's not even I think I was only about two seventy five at that point there. And even I look back at that picture, I'm like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Holy cow. Well, okay, so you've done some amazing stuff out. I mean, one you've you've pretty much gone through you've you've covered all the bases like you and and then back around and then back again, you know, with health and, and mindset and things like that. And then <clears throat> Almost, it sounds like you were like a Thomas Edison or an Einstein or, you know, somebody who got passionately curious about things and started making a mess and then start realizing, well, wait a minute, let me organize my papers. And then, you know, then a book came out of that. And then did Barney get a hold of you and go, dude, you're doing some awesome stuff. Would you like to be on the Wild Summit? How did that come about? Um, I think he just saw, uh, my mom was uh, the one who introduced my wife and uh, I to the essential oils. And, oh, my gosh, you should have heard the choice words when she tried introducing me that I had for her. <laughs> but she was uh, kind enough to share, I think, with Steve Sheridan. Uh, yep. She Barney just happened to stumble across a link to it and just got a hold of me and was like, hey, what's going on? This, this sounds fantastic. And it, one thing was like with the universe type of deal lined up and was like, Hey, guess what? How would you like to be part of this? And I was extremely excited. Like I would absolutely love to be part of that. Uh, so he just stumbled across there and it was just a haphazard mess that, I mean, it was a metaphor both ways. My life, an ultimate mess and my research papers and everything else that were laying there were absolute mess that I just started trying to put it together and it just kind of it got a little easier and a little easier and uh, Wayne Dyer and the other things came together and it just sort of has all kind of fallen into place so far that has been I'm just extremely grateful for it that it's been really cool yeah this is a super cool event that Barney put on uh, and then you know I'm going to let you do this one Adam so can you explain why I'll summit and uh, well, I'll tell you the dates it's from September 13th the 27th, but it, it's free for people to get on, and then once it's over, you know, Barney will have the recordings, and you can purchase the recordings and things like that, but uh, what else do you know about it? Because you know how I work. I know the, most of my communication is through Jen, so. <laughs> even yeah, I know a few of the presenters and the things that are going to be being presented on, and just the people that are going to be presenting on it have a passion level that is out of this world of the things that they just have dedicated so much of themselves that they have either had a trouble themselves or a health issue or a good friend or family member, or just really wanting to understand what's going on either business or even uh, health wise, or even mental wise, spiritual wise, turning around that so many of those people, they have been there struggling with a whole bunch of this stuff every single day. They're just so incredibly passionate about it. They cannot wait to get out and just try and save somebody else the heartache of starting at ground zero, be like, hey, I put a whole lot of time in this. I'm pouring my heart and soul into this type of deal that I'd really like to just get you guys the information. And so I know the few people that are doing the presenting, and it's just, it's going to be pretty, I think it's going to be pretty incredible to be able to hear. I can't wait to hear some of the stuff that's coming out. My mom is fortunately uh, going to be being one of the presenters that I think she's either doing gut health or gut health and hormones. I'm pretty sure the hormones one is in there, and it's it's been a struggle for her because we've got certain FDA regulations that, you know, have to be adhered to, not the end of the world, but tough to do. And so I know she's just been, uh, my sister has just been helped incredibly by them. And so she wants to be able to just get this information out to people that that was her whole purpose for even starting in Young Living is she wanted to find some other way to be able to help people. And after 
um, after my sister had such wonderful luck with it, it, that she's just like, I just want to get this information out to people to just save them from the pain and the unnecessary surgeries and all these other things. So, you know, after hearing some of the people and the topics they want to talk on, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be worth checking out. And I can't wait to hear what a whole bunch of these other people have for me. So that way I don't have to ground zero every single one of these topics. Cause I'll be honest, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I, even just getting the gut health. I mean, Oh my gosh, that's, it should be a hot topic for everybody, but who wants to delve into that and figure out and do all the research and the PubMeds and find out who the doctors are that actually understand it and blah, 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 blah. It's nice to just yeah, it's, it's thousands and thousands of hours to really get to the bottom because one doctor says this, another one says this, this article says do this, this one says that, that unless, you know, you've either been in that situation or you just care so unbelievably about you're willing to spend just thousands of hours mapping it all out, being like, all right, which is the right information or which is the best way to get this to people to try and help them or the people that have been through it and tried everything being like, yeah, I have done it all. And here's all of the stuff that I've found. It's going to be, I can't wait to listen to a whole bunch of them. Yeah, it'll be exciting. So Jen has a link for uh, the summit. I know hers is tinyurl.com slash YL summit. And then Adam, you want to plug your book? It's probably the easiest way to find it is on Amazon.com. Yeah, just on Amazon.com, you can just type in the name uh, Essentially Fit. I think it's about 13 bucks or so right now, and uh, I tried to keep it short enough that it wasn't overwhelming, that your mind, it just hurt to read, and I tried to keep it reasonably priced enough that, hey, if I could save you the price of one bottle of orange oil, I've done my job that if you just, hopefully anybody that does read it comes out the other end that's like, all right, I at least know what I want to do with it. And then hopefully keep it encouraged too. Cool. Well, Adam, I want to thank you for your time. It was a great conversation. Uh, both of our conversations were great. Uh, you're doing great things, man. I mean, you, you, and you pretty much just, you just put yourself out there and said, hey, look, this is, this is me. This is what happened. This is my experience. You might as well learn from my experience you don't have to go through it yourself. Um, and I'm pretty sure if everybody, if anybody knows anything about, you know, the the, the, the successes and then sometimes the the, the whoops with oils, um, we always love those those stories. So I'm sure it's going to be entertaining too. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. And I'd also really like to thank everybody that showed up on the line tonight. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your busy nights. A lot of people have family and jobs and a lot of other things they'd rather do than listen to me babble on. So I really appreciate everybody that did, uh, you know, call in and listen. It means a lot to me. Well, this is my favorite thing to do is, is to reach out and it doesn't matter who was lying is, is who's, there's a lot of amazing people out there and I love to reach out and connect with, with people like you, Adam. So here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to unmute the lines and I'm going to have everybody say goodnight to you, Adam. Hold on a second. everybody so much for listening to me. Have a good night. Have a good one. Thanks, Adam.